Would you help someone break up another couple? I'm not sure that I would. It's week five and it's time to talk about the one with the East German laundry detergent. I am your host, Regina Adams. This week we have our first new director. We'll talk about if I noticed any changes later on. But we've also got two more sets. We have the laundry room that comes into play and then the restaurant, which also includes the bathroom. So you could count it as three new sets. I'm excited. I feel like there's a lot of fun things in this episode that we get to dig into, not just with new sets. We have a new director. We get to meet Janice for the first time, which is so exciting. And then just our general breakdown. So a lot to dig into. I want to get into it as soon as possible. So let's get going. Welcome back, you guys. I can't even begin to tell you how much fun episode five was for me. As I mentioned before, I think earlier this week in the mini-sode on Tuesday, this is the first time we really get to see a pairing of two characters going off together for the whole episode. And I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun to look at. It was a lot of fun to break down. And it's the first time we get to see how good Phoebe and Chandler are together. This is not the last time we'll see them together, but we don't get it that frequently. And I really wish there were more times that we got to see Chandler and Phoebe kind of work together. I think they're fantastic together because Phoebe is just, she's like a secret funny. She's so quirky and awkward and you don't realize how funny she is and how well she delivers her lines unless you really pay attention. And Chandler, obviously, we know that he is just a phenomenal method actor and he's just so good at what he does. But to put the two of them together is just, it's some kind of magic. And I can't wait to see how many more we get. Because right now in my head, I can only think of one other time that they're really truly paired together for an episode. And that's going to be later on in season six. And... it's also a fantastic time for them to be together but that's really the only other time I can think of them being together so I hope there's more and I'm just forgetting about them but if there's not I'm gonna cherish this moment for this episode as well as one that we have coming in the future and then we also get to see Monica and Joey together which again is not a pairing we see frequently I think they do really well together because they're such polar opposites. Monica's so OCD and clean and Joey's a little bit more on the slobby side as far as food and eating and all that stuff. We see that later on when he lives with Rachel. He doesn't care about spilling and Monica's the complete opposite. But also a good thing to see them together. It's another a rare pairing. I don't know that we have any other moments where it is just Monica and Joey for an entire episode story arc. 
I'm drawing a blank of if there are any other episodes where it's they've got their moments, like there might be a small part of a storyline where they're going to be together in an episode for a small portion of it. But to have them be together for the entirety, obviously outside of the opening and closing of the episode, is something special too. So this might be the only time we see that. And I might have to try and remember to track that. I've got so many other things I'm tracking and I feel like every week I'm forgetting something else I'm supposed to look at and then I have to watch the episode five more times. <laughs> we'll see if I remember to think about this part. I'm sure when it happens, I'll be like, oh yeah, it's happening. It's here. But then our other pairing is obviously Ross and Rachel. We are going to see them together so many times. It is the first time we get to see them together. It's not going to be the last by any means. And it's not going to be the last time we see them not as a couple together because obviously they're not together for the entire 10 seasons. So we have plenty of more Ross and Rachel moments. Obviously, I'm still going to talk about their scenes, but I am going to focus a little bit more on the other two pairings just because it's a special thing for this episode. And then... So going into this, this week, we're episode five. We're still opening up in the coffee house. So this is five episodes in a row. We're opening up in the coffee house. This is something I told you I was going to start tracking to see how long it takes to get an opening scene location somewhere else. And then does it stay somewhere else? Or was it primarily the coffee house, which I'm thinking it probably is primarily the coffee house. But it's still going to be interesting if that's something that they're going to focus on in season one, season two, maybe keep at the coffee house or that's slowly going to go away and we're going to start seeing maybe other openings or as stories develop and we need to get into things obviously we start seeing two-part episodes and so those aren't obviously going to open up unless the two-part episode ended in the coffee house then it'll open the coffee house but We'll see what goes on. So it's still a coffee house. It seems to be daytime right now when it opens up here. It is. I don't know if it's daytime or if it's an early evening thing. I'm thinking maybe a daytime and potentially like a Saturday. Actually, you know what? As I just said that, it came out of my mouth. <laughs> Clearly, my notes weren't too great right for that point. It is Saturday because we see in that opening scene, Chandler get excited about it Saturday night. Saturday night. And he's got no plans. <laughs> so it is Saturday. We know that. So this episode is going to take place over on a Saturday. It seems to be maybe like the afternoon time or something. They're all hanging out and obviously Rachel's going to do laundry and Monica's supposed to go with her and Joey talks her into having a date, double date with his former girlfriend, Angela, who is one of our guest stars this week. We'll get into our guest star stuff here in just a bit. But just going over some of the episode themes this week, Ross or Rachel is our main characters. I had initially put Rachel up there. And I don't remember my reasoning why I did that initially. And then I watched the episode and realized, no, this really isn't about Rachel. This is really about Ross. And I think the storyline between them, I think that's what I was looking at was, okay, what's the storyline of these different pairings here? And the storyline between Ross and Rachel is really about Rachel having to do laundry and never having done it. However, it's more of a Ross storyline in a way because he... He invites himself to go and it's really about him. And we have a scene between him and Chandler a little bit later where they're talking about, oh, it's a date. And he's like, no, it's not. And it's like, sure it is. It's Saturday night. All rules apply. So after watching, I feel it's more of a Ross storyline or more of a Ross main character moment than it is for Rachel. And because I changed that, it actually puts that all three of the main characters this week are actually focused on the guys, which is cool because we haven't had that yet where it's all girls or all the guys. It's been at least one of the opposite sex within the main three or two that I picked. So this one we're looking at Ross. Obviously, he's weaseling his way into doing laundry with what have been Rachel and Monica. And then it turns into a date, not date <laughs> with Rachel. 
And then obviously we have Joey because Joey's trying to get back together with his former girlfriend, Angela, and he's trying to convince Monica to go on this date. And it's really about Joey's moment. And then it's Chandler, right? Chandler has to break up with Janice. And uh, we love Janice. First time we get to see her. I can't wait to talk more about that. So Phoebe's just along for the ride. And she actually had more talking and discussion than I remember her having in that moment because I I just remember her being there in the initial part of it and then the moments with Chandler and Janice where he's wigging out because he's on hyped up on so much espresso but there are quite a few moments where he actually goes and talks to Phoebe throughout their little part of the story and that was another not necessarily a surprise but just a reminder of kind of what was happening in that episode and unfortunately I don't know this episode's not one that I know exactly what parts are not shown on TV and what is in DVDs. So I'm hoping (laughs) everything I talk about is not too confusing and that they didn't cut out major moments or any full scenes and then just like maybe a couple bits of a conversation to cut out time. But going into the themes, obviously dating's a big part of it. Ross potentially has a date with Rachel that she doesn't know about. Joey's going on a date, double date, then crushes. Obviously Ross's crush on Rachel. New life skills. We're looking at Rachel learning how to do her laundry properly. Breakups, Chandler and Phoebe, and then I'm kind of Joey a little bit because we do talk about Joey breaking up with Angela. And then just an overall arching kind of theme is helping each other out, right? So Phoebe helps Chandler out. She recognizes he's not in a good place and can't seem to get the breakup down. So she helps him out. She also does her breakup there to help comfort him to make sure that it's a little bit easier for him. Monica's helping Joey out by doing this double date, even though she has no idea what all the details are of the situation. And then Ross is obviously helping Rachel out when he realizes that she hasn't done laundry before and she admits it. It's a lot of good themes here. I thought it was great. We have, I had mentioned that there were two new scenes, the restaurant that Joey and Monica are at and then the laundromat, obviously. But there's actually a third scene. And this is another moment that I totally forgot was part of this episode this might be a scene that was cut from the episode on tv i'm not don't quote me on that though i'm not 100 sure because again i haven't seen this episode in so long and i don't know that i've ever actually seen it on tv or the netflix hbo versions but there's a scene in ross's room <laughs> and there's some weird stuff in his room he's got his typical what you would expect he's got little dinosaur figurines on top of a dresser that he tells Chandler not to touch and then he's got more sophisticated paintings from famous people on his walls but then there's a really random just it's so random it's above his bed there's not really a lot around it it would make more sense if if he played the instrument but it would also make more sense if maybe there were other instruments it was like a whole instrument type display Maybe they were just trying to fill a hole for the wall when they did the set, but he's got a random violin on his wall. There's not even a bow with the violin. It's just the body of the violin. So it's a little strange. I'm not sure the thought process behind that, but just weird. It was a weird moment. And again, it was one of those things where I forgot it was even part of the episode. So we do actually have three new scenes, which I thought was fun. Phoebe looks absolutely adorable on breakup night. And then Rachel looks adorable when she's at the laundromat. And then Joey and Monica clean up so well. They look phenomenal. Joey looks so good in his suit. Monica looks great in her dress. They're just, they look so good for date night. And it's totally believable that they could have been dating each other. (laughs) And then there's two discrepancies I'm going to talk about. And I told you early on with this that I wasn't going to talk about the typical 
errors that people tend to find, right? Like continuity errors or editing errors. But there are two things that typically I probably wouldn't bring up. The only reason why I'm bringing it up is because one literally gets contradicted from one episode to the next. The other just seems odd. That's the only reason why I'm bringing them up. The first one being Rachel mentioning that she doesn't know how to do laundry when she's talking to Ross. It could very well be that maybe up to this point, Monica has been doing her laundry because she clearly hasn't only been there for a week. There's no way she's not been there long enough that she couldn't have done laundry at some point. So she's definitely had to have her clothes washed. But there's the potential that Monica washed her clothes. And so maybe she hasn't done it yet. Just seems odd that it's been however long and she hasn't done her laundry yet. The second one actually is contradicted in the next episode. When Monica's in the bathroom with Angela, <laughs> such a funny moment, and they're talking about how good looking Bob is, and he's so great, and Bob is Angela's date, but Monica thinks Bob is Angela's brother. <laughs> Angela makes the comment of, oh, he's so good in bed too, and Monica's like, what just happened? She says, oh, my brother didn't even tell me when he lost his virginity. Totally confuses Angela. She's like, wait a minute, what? why did you just say that? But as we know, last week's episode four, we find out what date it is. And Ross talks all about how it was the day he consummated his relationship with Carol. And there's a point in the coffee house when Joey's like, you told your sister? And Ross was like, believe me, I told everybody. And then we find out later in the episode that his first time with Carol was his first time ever. It was when he lost his virginity. Now, again, to play devil's advocate, Monica may have known it was his first time with Carol, but she might not have known it was his actual first time. She might not have known that was when he lost his virginity as well. So she may not realize that she actually knows. So just a fun moment. All right, couple more things and then we'll get into the actual breakdown times of both the characters as well as the guest stars. Quickly, I just have to talk about Janice because this is her first thing. I'm so excited about it. And guess what? Big shocker. She was our most talkative guest. And we'll talk about how much actual time she has. Two things about Janice and Chandler and that whole storyline here. We had no idea that this would be a recurring character at this point. We thought she was just a random stand and fill in that Chandler was breaking up with her. And that's the only time we're going to see her. I love her in this first time meeting her. I think she's so much fun. She's just rattling on. She has these adorable socks that she buys for Chandler. I think it's hilarious because he freaks out about the socks. And Phoebe thinks they're wonderful too. And she's not quite her full Janice self. Like she is, but she isn't. And I just love it. It's just immediate. Like their chemistry together was so immediate and so good together. Chandler in this moment as well brings out his level of method acting that we saw in episode three when he was very, I guess episode three wasn't as much method acting, but he was very real and raw with the acting in episode three when he's talking about the smoking and everything. But this episode, he's very active in his acting, like the scene from episode three when he's in his office and there's no talking when he's got to, he sprayed his mouth with the wrong stuff. Particularly, I think he does a fantastic job of being hyped up on the espresso the amount of cups he had, oh my gosh, I think in real life that guy would have probably had a heart attack. <laughs> I think he played it very well. And then when he hits her in the eye and then he freaks out and he like digs his head into the couch before he jumps over the back, I just, it's so funny and it just works so well. 
He's arguably the funniest character on the show, not just through his delivery of his lines, but through his method acting and his facials. There's, they're all funny in their own way, but I think going back and watching it this way, Chandler is definitely a standout for me right now. We'll see if it stays that way because I think everybody comes into their own at some point, but oh man, it's just so good. So good. Okay. There is something interesting that happened with our breakdown of the episode. I don't believe it changed the compounded time in this episode. Let me see. I don't think it did. I think, got to look at my little graph here. Yeah. So the compounded time did not change for episode five. It didn't change. So our compounded time trajectory, we stayed with Ross at the top, Rachel in second place, Monica in third place, and then Chandler and Phoebe and then Joey. So the episode timing hasn't changed. That stayed exactly what it was. But individually looking at these folks, typically when we see these episodes, it's common that Ross, Rachel, and Monica are in the top. Ross and Monica in particular. And then maybe there's a third person that kind of comes in and out of there. This week, though, Monica dropped to the lower three. So she's not in the upper three of the characters for this week, which was very interesting because she has been a big person in all of the episodes up to this point. And she's had more time than expected when the storyline's not even really about her and that somehow the there is a big storyline about her. So this is one of the first times that we see her kind of step back to be more of a secondary character. And then the other big thing, because Monica drops, that means someone in our lower three had to come up. And that actually is Joey. So this isn't an episode about Joey. He's listed as one of the main characters, but it's not like the episode title isn't about his storyline. It's the East German laundry detergent. So it's about the Ross Rachel storyline. And that fits because Ross and Rachel are the other two that are in the top three for this episode. So that fits, right? So having Joey pop up into that upper three is a lot of fun to see. Again, it didn't change the compounded time. I don't think he's had enough ground to make up to get over Phoebe and even reach Chandler at that point. But we'll see what happens from here on out. So we have Ross at the top. He's actually got two minutes and 58 seconds this week. Again, I round up. So if you're listening to this and then looking up the graphics later, I do round up. And then Joey comes in second place with two minutes and 12 seconds. So he's not terribly far behind Ross. He's got a decent jump from Rachel. Rachel's at a minute and 46 seconds for this episode. And then Monica comes in fourth place. So she's not that far at the bottom, but she is in that lower three. She's got a minute and 32 seconds, not too far from Rachel. And then Monica and Chandler almost have the exact same time. Chandler is at one minute and 31 seconds. So Monica's at a minute 32, Chandler's at a minute 31, and then Phoebe's at the bottom. She just barely had over a minute. She's only got a minute and three seconds. But again, that's actually more than I was expecting her to have because of her storyline with Chandler. She's just a background supporter person there. It's mostly the Chandler Janice storyline. It was a little more time than I expected to see from her. Our guest stars, though, we had our four guest stars this week. Combined, they had one minute and 50 seconds. So they have more speaking time than four of our main characters. The combined four guest stars have more than four of our main guest stars because they have a minute and 50 seconds. So only Joey and Ross have more than total of the guest stars. Individually on the guest stars, no one surpasses an individual character, main character. It's just that total time with them. So 
We have at the very bottom is Bob. He doesn't talk much. He's got just a couple one-liners here and there. He's got five seconds, six seconds if I'm rounding up. And then next up is Angela. She's got 22 seconds. Little, actually a little more than I thought she'd have. I forgot that she has the conversation with Joey in the coffee house before the date, which obviously because he had to figure out how to go on a double date with her. But somehow I forgot that point. And then we have the laundry room lady. Again, also surprised. I thought this would be less than what it was. She's got 27 seconds. So she's got a decent, almost a half a minute there. And then we have our fabulous Janice. She comes in at 56 total seconds, uh, almost a full minute. I absolutely love it. I think I want to track her. And once we start to see her a little bit more and find out what her most prominent episode is, once we get through all the seasons and find out what episode she's got the most time that she's appearing in, how funny would it be if her first episode is the one that she has the most speaking time in? But we'll see. I find that probably not going to be the case, but it would be fun if that was. And then again, as I mentioned, we had a new director this week. I didn't notice any crazy differences with the scenes or really anything of that such. The lighting didn't seem to change a whole lot. And obviously we, the only things I can really compare to are the same sets that we have with Jim Burroughs, which would be the coffee house and Monica's apartment. In those moments, I don't really see a whole lot of differences. Obviously we could pick apart what she does in these other scenes, but there's no other director to compare it to. Just looking at the coffee house and just looking at Monica's apartment, the angles are relatively the same. The lighting's the same. That stuff hasn't really changed. No, no big differences with having Pamela as the new director this week. Our average time for all six of the characters was a minute and 50 seconds. And that is because Ross had so much time, he really kicked that average up because four of our six main characters are under that average time. So Ross's time really pulled that up. He's at almost nearly three minutes. And that's a lot of time compared to Phoebe, who's at a minute. He doubles, almost triples her time. <sighs> Guys, I just, I still, there's just, it still just feeds me so much because it's just so interesting to look at this. I hope you guys are in, so excited about it too and seeing it the same way I am and the excitement of it because it's just it's fascinating to see how much or how little someone is part of an episode when they're a main character and then if a guest star surpasses them. And then again, part I hadn't talked about yet, our total runtime is the 23 minutes and 40 seconds for this episode. Our total speaking time for all six characters is 11 minutes. But if you include the guest stars, our total speaking time goes to 12 minutes and 50 seconds. It's almost 13 minutes. Then our non-speaking time total for the whole episode is 10 minutes and 50 seconds. So we have a little more speaking time than we do the non-speaking time in this episode, but not by much. It's still pretty 50-50. And it's just so interesting to see, because like, I felt like there was a lot of talking. Like I felt like there was a lot of moments of having to pause and collect what I was doing. So that way I could make sure I wasn't missing something and I could go back and recheck it because I felt like there was a lot of talking. But I wonder if the situation is more because it was a breakdown of the 2v2 group pairing. It seemed like there was more discussion and maybe even that there was not necessarily more discussion, but just, I don't know, more back and forth because it's two people versus five or six people that are all kind of thinking about something. It's two people just going back and forth. And Joey and Monica were talking over each other a little bit. So that was a little bit difficult. There was a moment that Ross and Rachel were talking over each other a little bit. The Chandler Phoebe moment was not hard to break down because Phoebe wasn't as involved and Chandler's either 
settling in whatever's in his brain and just looking at Janice and is nervous or he's talking really fast. So it wasn't too difficult to get through that scene. Anyways, that's our breakdown this week. I hope there were some surprises for you too. Maybe some interesting stuff. I'm having a blast. And as always, I can't wait for next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at Weenus, a friend's podcast for visuals of each week's data. And if you love the breakdown this week, please go rate and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening. Be sure to join me next week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. for our next mini-sode.